the Bears lost to the worst team in the Big 12. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday, everybody, if it is that. Uh, we are less than a day removed from, from Baylor football, losing to West Virginia, falling to 3-3 three and three overall, um, and now 1-2 and two in conference play. Cam, I said on Thursday before the game that if Baylor lost to West Virginia, it was press the red button, mayday, mayday mode. So this is the day after, the morning after, where I'm supposed to say I was just kidding. There's still hope. Cam, I... <laughs> I, I don't want to be like the bear of the bad news or, or the, the dismal guy. What hope literally would there be? The Alamo Bowl? The Texas Bowl? What do you want? Well, you're getting the reputation of being the dismal guy. And I'm going to out-dismal you here because you said in the open that Baylor lost to the worst team in the Big 12. Right. And I'm wondering, did the worst team in the Big 12 lose tonight? Last night. That... Mm. Look, it's not the worst loss I've ever seen. I've seen can, lots of bad losses. Can I cover here, you here too? There are people who someone's got to cover tonight. Well, there are people that'll turn it off as soon as they hear you say, "Is Baylor the worst team in the Big 12? But name a team at a neutral site that Baylor would still be favored against. Maybe Iowa State, maybe Oklahoma. There is still a case where Baylor could be a bottom three, if not worst team in the Big 12. Now, does that speak to the parity of the league? Sure, but that's not as outlandish of a take as Baylor fans no, probably want to no, hear. It's not. I wish it wasn't so – I wish it was so outlandish. Yeah, we were all talking about how awful West Virginia is coming into this game, and Baylor lost the game. So, like what, like what game do you look at on the schedule right now and you feel good about? That's what – that's what happened. No, no. That is the panic button that we're talking about. Yeah. By losing this game last night, it's like, well, it's all wide open now. Yeah. And and not in the sense of like anyone can win it. It's like they're not favored right now and all but maybe one or two games right now mm. the rest of the way. Yeah. If, if Kansas and, and, loses to OU, they're favored in that one. And then maybe, maybe OU, maybe OU on the road. Outside of that, mm. no, there's just not another game. Yeah. And, I was saying, like, this isn't the worst loss I've ever seen at Baylor. No way. But in terms of how it was lost, Mm -hmm. the team it was lost to, and the way this Baylor team started the year, what we thought this team was going to be. Because I've seen some bad losses, but those teams were supposed to be bad. You know, I saw something that said we made it through 2017, 2020. We could do this. It's like, that's true. Those teams were not supposed to be very good. So they just weren't. This was a top 10 team. Yeah. That just couldn't stop West Virginia. And I get the offense had some turnovers too. What was it? One punt tonight by West Virginia? Yeah. They could not stop them. A, 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 which a couple other teams well, have had no problem with. Three punts, by the way. Three punts. But okay. Still, Sorry. I, get, I, get I gotta saying. give some credit. Three punts. This was so horrible. And <laughs> I just this team is just not put together a solid, like a really great 60 minutes against an FBS team. Yeah. And there's just always something that you're like, man, this has to improve or they're not going to get better. And it's something different every week. Right. Cause when the thing, when the thing does improve, something else implodes. And I tweeted it during the game. I was like, if they can't put it together 
in this game off a bye week against the worst team in the conference, when are they going to do it? Oh, dude, yeah. When are they going to freaking do it? And I will admit, I glossed over some glaring comments last weekend. Dave Aranda's press conference. A month into the season, saying not only are his young guys still immature and that they need to work on that, but that his leaders are complacent. These guys who who did win the Big 12 last year, who did win the Sugar Bowl last year, who kept coming back and fighting whenever their backs were against the wall. Those guys are the complacent ones. Yeah, I think it's it's got to be one of the first Damn. questions he's asked on Monday is, so Dave, you, you've said that your young guys don't really have it all put together and that your old guys are struggling to step up and take control of the team. So that wasn't fixed in a bye week, by the way. You had a whole 10 days to prepare for the worst team in the Big 12. You crapped away the game, and now you don't have any leaders. Your old guys can't get it together. Your young guys are immature. Your coaches are battling with ego issues. That was a comment that he made. Let's let's not pass that one by either. Mm-hmm. So then where's the hope? I, I, yeah. I'm not even trying to be pessimistic right now. I'm just – that's literally what Dave Aranda said. So then what do you point to to say, oh, this will get better? Not That's the, the question. That's the question. The basic question is, how how do you fix this? How does this get fixed this year? Genuinely. Because I it's do, something new every week. There's a problem, new problem every week. I want to congratulate Jeff Grimes on being rehired, by the way. Uh, <laughs> all, the, the, all the fired Jeff Grimes guys that were out there, you are fired now because Blake Shapin had 300 passes. Oh, I'm still seeing it. I am still. I still saw right. it last night on social media. Which Baylor is crazy. puts up forty points in a game against West Virginia on the road. Keeps by the pace way. with their backup quarterback. You know, yeah. who yeah. can sling and it. By the way, I got to do a way cool today. He's got to be one of the only, maybe the only one. <laughs> right, and folks are like, oh, you know, fire, fire Jeff Grimes. Now, is, uh, this week is it fire Dave Aranda, fire Ron Roberts? The defense was pitiful. I like, I, and that's. I mean, look. the worst we've seen it probably in the Aranda era. I know we had that. Yeah, 45 to three against Oklahoma state, but half the team was out in that game and it was the end of the season. This was just horrific. Yeah. Horrific. I, I will be honest and say too, that I am factoring in the fact that there was a, that Blake Shapen fumble pick fumble six scoop and score, right. whatever that was, was awful. Terribly, terribly bad. And I saw a lot of people say, Oh, young quarterback. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. Seven uh, points. Is it? Is well, it how many games he started at this point? It's I, I don't even I I'm not saying like let's bench Blake in the parade, future because yeah. of this play. There is some luck to it, and you know I'm not trying to pour him over some hot coals here because of that. But it's like it's not really a young play. He just didn't didn't make the right play. Well, you know what I, I mean. I want to say too. I don't even He's hone in on enough not to make that play. I don't want to hone in too much on on even that play because I I don't think that was the difference maker. I don't. People will say that the PAT the block PAT is different. I mean that's a nine point swing. That's seven points from the scoop mm-hmm. and score and the PAT block PAT. That's yeah, big and too. seven points that it looked like you were going to score by the way on the yeah. on the shape and fumble. Offense is rolling, driving. It, it really they just had good. a big a big completion to Holmes. But there's still I, I think the defense is still squarely who you go to. Special teams is not good. That we knew that though. We've done been knowing that one. It's <laughs> not. Are you shocked? All right, sweet. Put it on special teams again. Kick them while they're down. But the defense, they had the stop on fourth down that I thought was impeccable. And you thought, okay, they put it together now. You're realizing, Cam, last year, Big 12 championship, Blake Shaping gets hurt. What happens? The defense steps up. This week, Blake Shaping gets hurt. Kyron Jones comes in and plays well. Yeah. 
and the defense just kind of fell apart. You allowed West Virginia, ah, oh, Cam, tag, let them score. There's a minute and a half left in this game. Do not be the hero. Do not tackle the guy at the five-yard line so they can kick a chip-shot 22-yard field goal. And the clock management to not call a timeout for eons, just letting it roll, knowing exactly what's going to happen. You buried yourself. That that clock management, I I, I don't – we didn't even talk about it enough on, on Twitter. We isn't like the people that berate. Uh, <laughs> Royal but, we, yes. But there was, there was so much in that last two minutes. It's just like, what are you doing? Why, why I, are you doing I don't know if like it was Malcolm Butler maybe that ruined it for everybody, but yeah, that's a situation where you probably just let them score. Which they're um, going to kick a field goal. This isn't a we're up by three or we're up right, by four. Right, right. It's not the Big 12 championship where you're up by five. They need to score a touchdown. You're not just going to let them score there. I'd, I'd probably take my chances there too. It's tied. And mm. Casey Legg's going to nail that every time. So it's like you're really – playing a prayer game if you're if you're uh, playing this out and at the time I think they had all three timeouts if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. yeah. on that big run so if you let them score on the next play you're getting the ball back with over a minute left and three or, timeouts and hear me out by the way West Virginia wanted to score they were it was idiotic how hard they were trying to they score on that drive let the guy score on the long touchdown. You got a minute and a half to well, go, three yeah. timeouts, mm-hmm. and Kyron drones. Ky- upside fantasy. I, I, I'll tell you folks about upside. Uh, the This episode is actually brought to you all by Upside Fantasy, the easiest place to spice up college football. You can play pick them on Upside Fantasy. I've been doing pick them, and this week, my pick them has been shot. <laughs> Someone else is going to win my pick them pool this week because I picked Baylor, and I had uh, a lot of uh, a lot of my picks hinged on Baylor. Did have Blake Shapen over 250 pass yards, which was a weird call, and he got in the first half, so thank you to Underdog for that. Um, definitely go to underdog, check it out. One of the best places to spice up, co- again, spice up college football, make it more fun. Uh, just add a little luster to it. Easy to play available in over 30 States. So you can pick even like, you know, between two or five players, not just on your team, like build this fantasy college football team too. Um, so right now sign up with promo code locked on one word locked on underdog with double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars, double hundred dollar deposit, get a hundred dollars free underdog fantasy.com find the underdog fantasy app as well. That's underdog fantasy promo code locked on one word, get in on college football's pick them action today. Cam, um, this, uh, and I said it on Twitter, a couple of people disagreed with that too, that this game is not on Blake Shapin's injury. I, I am of the belief that Blake Shapin getting hurt is not what lost Baylor this game. It happens sometimes, you know, where that that's the case. But I, I thought Kyron Drones showed enough to show that Drones wasn't the reason that Baylor lost. Yeah, three scoring drives. One of them went for zero yards, but still three scoring drives. I mean, he kept you in the game. Right, and the pick the and, pick was nullified. His interception in Yeah, the, I mean, that was horrible. Costing zero. It was a bad <laughs> yeah, pick, really but it bad. cost you zero because JT Daniels said, oh, you can do that? Well, Not to be one-upped. He did the exact same thing. Yeah, nullified in that sense, but you could have scored a touchdown there and taken the lead and won the game. But you could have scored a touchdown when you got the ball immediately That's back true. with That's less true. time taking the lead and won Yeah, the game. I mean, all in all, that wasn't – definitely wasn't the reason they lost and – what a game he was having too. Um, that obviously really sucked and was scary to see. Um, I'm no doctor, but I'd be a little surprised if he plays the next game, mm-hmm. even though it's nine days away. Uh, or eight it days looked, away now, but the way that he bounced off that turf, the back of his head bounced off the turf, and especially what we saw with Tua, uh, mm-hmm. 
I, I, I just yeah. think you play that pretty safe. And quite honestly, and I know it's going to sound doom and gloom and pessimistic again. It's like, how about we weigh the kids' health over our minuscule chances of making it to the Big 12 championship game at this point? Yeah. You know what I mean? We obviously want to win every game, but let's kind of make sure this, this kid's right. Uh, yeah. He's our future here. No. Uh, but yeah, that was awful to see. I mean, he's he Shapin has had a history of sliding a little bit late. That was not the case in that one. Um, and that was just awful. So hope he's okay. You want to know something crazy? Yeah, I do. I, I was do. going I was going to make the comment that we have talked about how a two lost Big 12 team can make the Big 12 championship all all offseason. And mm-hmm. that's still the case. I still think that's yeah. going to happen to the parity of the league. Baylor might be one of those teams, not that makes a big tall title, but instead that beats a team like a Texas or a Kansas state that goes on to play in the big 12 championship. By the way, I'm just now realizing like Kansas and Texas state are still in the Like Baylor still has to play a lot of really good teams. That's not good. That's not good. Oh yeah. This was the, this was the easy game. Easiest game on paper. For oh sure. yeah. This was the easy game. You got Baylor your two lost. easy ones are uh, this one and OU both on the road and Baylor lost. Yeah. Um, so lost. then I started thinking too. So the two loss team that makes the big 12 championship game probably didn't factor in a loss against West Virginia that the two, one of the teams that makes it in probably didn't lose to West Virginia. So your odds of making the title game are pretty much zero. But then I also thought about this Baylor last year, who they lose to in the regular season, Oklahoma state and TCU. You probably thought a two loss teams, not going to yeah. make it, especially if they lost to TCU. Right. So Baylor, Maybe they're just expediting the process. Let's get you know our Oklahoma love. State loss out of the way and our stupid loss out of the way <laughs> and go win the rest of it. I said, look, I called it in the preseason that Baylor would lose on the road to West Virginia. I didn't call BYU. I didn't call Oklahoma State, but I said they would lose to West Virginia on the road as their stupid loss. They now have three stupid losses. <laughs> so you have to have zero stupid losses and six stupid wins at this point to have a prayer at a Big 12 title game, and you still might not make it in. And you know what I think is funny is um, I'm picturing, so for those of you, the little peek behind the curtain, Drake was at my house last night. We watched the game together. Very cool. Very, very brotherly. Way cool? Um, Yeah, way cool. I just picture yourself driving home after that and talking yourself into this. Talking yourself into this. How can I be be nice? How can I not be doom and gloom? And look, I mean, you're right. You're right. I say it's a minuscule, minuscule chance. I think it's a minuscule chance as well, but it's a chance. It's a chance. And even when Baylor lost TCU last year, which was in November, yes, we were saying no way they're even making the championship game. No way. Right. Two losses. They they themselves over. Um, and now they're just doing it in mid October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is that chance, and we've talked about before how wide open the Big Twelve is. So you never know, but. I think with that one, there was less. We had known more about the team yeah. later in the season, and it wasn't like, oh, my God, like this still hasn't changed. What are these guys? Because I think it's a reasonable question right now. Of what is this team? It should be a good team. It's not right now. Yes. And like we keep saying, there's just a new problem every week. And so it's like, what is going to piece this together? Is it going to be a play or – a, a win like what is going to bring this whole thing together and we didn't necessarily have that last november we kind of knew what the team was yeah um but now it's it's like man we got a lot of games left a lot of ranked games left 
And I just don't know what you're going to get from this team week to week. My girlfriend's dad likes mm. to bet on these games using bet online, of course. Um, and asked me about this week's game. And I have gotten every bet wrong for him this year on Baylor. Baylor money line against BYU. I told him they weren't going to cover against Texas State. Baylor money line against Oklahoma State. None of them. None of them. And so I said, I cannot touch these Baylor Bears right now. I have no freaking idea. And it's a month and a half almost into the season. No idea. No idea. And I have no idea what they'll do next week against Kansas. Not a clue. That's scary. It's not good. And I don't. It's not great. I, when okay. you're looking at like what's the best case scenario at this point, the Texas Bowl, not even the Alamo Bowl, because the Alamo Bowl is reserved for the third best Big 12 team usually. If you're lucky, it's like a playoff and then a New Year's Six or two New Year's Six and then the Alamo Bowl is the next best thing. So like that's the most you can look forward to right now is probably the Alamo Bowl. After that's the Texas Bowl. Baylor's outside looking in of a bowl game in general, much less the Texas. So it's going to be, it's going to be a scrap. I said it on Twitter. It's going to be a scrap for that bowl game. I think they'll get there. I think they're a how? team. Who do they beat? Who do they beat? I think this team just puts it together at some point. Honestly, if you ask me, I think it's, they put it together too late to be in any kind of championship discussion, of course, yes. but I think they put it together and they muscle out three, four wins. I do. Um, maybe, maybe that's the eternal optimist in me. That's maybe, I've been accused of that before. Possibly Kansas is your option to could be to, to they won't be favored in that game. I don't know if they will, unless Kansas loses to Oklahoma. Baylor will probably be favored, and because they're favoring OU, a bad OU team by nine. So Kansas that loses, is wild. We've talked about that this week. Baylor that's be wild. favored. So if Baylor beats Kansas, gets it back on track. Which, by the way, not promised. Baylor could lose to Kansas, no. and I'd think, yeah, no, that that was pretty much supposed to happen. The Bean Kid's good. Um, you you beat Kansas maybe, and then you go to Texas Tech, who is a team you're better than. You are more athletic than. You are the better team, probably now. Who knows? But but you've seen that offense, yeah. And Joey McGuire, <laughs> and I just I think that's almost a guaranteed loss at this point. And uh, then you're you're also standing on the barrel of Oklahoma up, after that. But those are three winnable games. That is not. If yeah. you had next up Kansas State, that's Texas, the beauty of this conference this year, Drake. If you but if yeah. you had Kansas State, Texas, and TCU as your next three, see ya. See it's been fun, guys. It was a great yeah. season. Luckily, yeah. you're in a stretch of games where things are a little more winnable than they could be down the stretch. I want to ask this, Cam. Can I ask Please you this? Do. Um, what if I told you Baylor football in a game where they played uh West Virginia last night had 590 Yards of offense. W, they finally won in Morgantown. Finally. 590. They gave up to JT Daniels led West Virginia. 500 yards of offense. Awful. Just awful. 26 first downs, 72 plays for the Mountaineers. West Virginia got just mostly anything that they wanted. 72 plays and nine points came not on offense. 74 plays. 74 <sighs> plays. Sorry, I may have said that wrong. Um, You want to know what's worse? I think okay, it's worse. Wow. Baylor has a defense that has guys like Dylan Doyle, guys like Christian Morgan and Gabe Hall, who played, and Siaki Ika and Matt Jones. and uh, Gabe Hall played tonight? Yeah, last he did. Night? Gabe Hall did play last night. Yeah, Jackson yeah. player play? 
Um, I don't remember seeing player. I don't remember uh, seeing I don't player. think I saw him once. Yeah. That's well, too, oh, no, he did. Yep. Yeah. Jackson player played. So great. Now what? <laughs> what do you want? Everyone played. What do you want? This defense, the names are there. Somebody asked me today, they're like, how are they in the preseason top 10? It makes sense to me. David Rand is a really good yep. defensive coach, despite the defense being awful. And the there are st- not stars, but like really good football players. Really good football players. And the yep. de- how is this defense not good? It's like you took an all-pro defense in the NFL, put them out there, and they let up 40 points to, to the of just a mediocre offense to the Patriots, if you want that. Oh, come on. I'm West, already down West Virginia's offense is the Patriots. Oh. Yes. Jared Goff goes against an all-star defense and throw. I mean, uh, I just this this is like it doesn't, it's not registering in my brain why this team's not good. And look, I'll say this. If you had taken one of our podcasts from August mm-hmm. and had posed the question, is Baylor secondary going to be good this year? We probably both would have said, uh, I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. But we would have said, but is the quarterback going to have enough time to pass? Oh, and are they going to take away the run too much that these teams are one-dimensional? And they haven't done that. They haven't done that. I am stunned at the ineffectiveness of this defensive line. Was there a sack tonight at all? No. Was there a single sack? I'm and looking right now. that's becoming commonplace. Oh, my gosh. Baylor played JT Daniels. And West Virginia <laughs> didn't get a single sack. single sack. How many TFLs? You didn't have two guys with a half a sack one, tonight. Uh, one Four on tackles for loss. The only one I can Four remember. tackles for loss tonight over the course of an entire game. And your defensive front is the best in the Big 12, or the best in the country. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. Four. I, I mean, mean, like preseason rankings of the O-line and the D-line at the top of the top. And the offensive line did fine tonight. They were fine against a solid front from West Virginia. Yeah, and fine. They had that they three man rush at the end of the game was getting to the quarterback, which is right. Well, and I, 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 but... I don't even want to blame any of that really on Kyron Drones because the kid no, never, it was, never played. Was, he's never played, and yeah, you're like, go out there and be a Aaron Rodgers. Thirty be Aaron seconds Rogers. left, no timeouts. Yeah, right. That's got to take. You got to be. And Drones is not a Heisman. Can you know? Maybe he will be in the future, but I, I just don't see him being like. There are certain. Five Are we going to take a minute to talk before. about him? I thought he looked great. I really did. I that thought kid that kid can freaking sling it. He's got he's okay. and put it in a window. Yeah, man. dude, stop throwing the ball so hard, man. You're hurting the receiver's <laughs> hands, guy. We got to calm it down a little bit. D- I made yep. the comment. DJ Lagway is not coming to Baylor mm. because there's going to be three quarterbacks ahead of him. Yeah, well, that's why. That's why. It's not because of the interest from Alabama and Florida and LSU. It's because there's three quarterbacks ahead of him. What's setting? Oh, this is this is a big question. Oh, great. You know, Grimes mentioned a lot in the offseason how he thought the drones had grown up a lot and was really good despite the competition between shaping it. Like they they pretty clearly told drones he was not in the starting quarterback conversation. Yeah, and and we did the podcast after mm-hmm. Shapen was named. This is all the way back in late April, the early mm-hmm. days of Lockdown Baylor. And I said, This says a lot about Kyron Drones mm-hmm. because they think that they have a capable backup here who can come in in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Baylor has the propensity to have their quarterbacks get hurt. Like they clearly trust that he can come into a situation like this. Sorry, finish your question. No, here's something wild. What if, what is it then that is right now separating Kyron Drones from Blake Chapin? From what we've seen, I mean, Kyron Drones looked really good. 
but so did Shapen. Like Shapen did yeah. look good. No, I'll yeah. use uh, Kirk Ferentz's son's quote of what would be the benefit of uh, of uh, taking the starter out. Yeah, like yeah. he's. I think right. there Shapen's might not be done. much. There might not be much separating them. Uh, they I, see practice every day. We don't, but Shapen's also look pretty good since. Yeah, that yeah. I just I want a little more. I want a little more drones. I'm with what Scotty said the other day. What Scotty Swingler said, and I want so, a little more so, drones. You, do you want to see him like on the ground, like a belldozer, like an eighteen wheeler package? Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Because I think and he's I can see that. It. I think he's earned it at this point too. His arms solid, his legs are solid. The future's bright. I'm glad Kyron Drone stayed at Baylor. I'm glad he did. And um, if you do go with that package, which would mo- mainly be for runs, I mean, you can also dial something up. As we've mm-hmm. seen, he can sling. He the can ball. sling it. He can throw the it's ball. Not, like if you had Gary on this team as the back. Sorry, sorry. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Bohannon. Bohannon. Thank you, Noah Eagle. Uh, is that boy. an Eagle's son? It is. Never would know. It is. Yeah, um, I'm sure he got there on his merit. Don't worry. What if, I'm going to end it like this, Cam. Please. That do. was the stupidest, I mean stupidest, double pass I think <laughs> I've ever back. seen in my <laughs> life. I We're going back to like seven nothing here in the 40 game. That it's it been wasn't done that bad. It was successfully bright, twice but... against Baylor. Now there's a PI because it could have worked, <laughs> but it's been successfully done twice against Baylor in moments that were huge. That the Baylor defense was expecting nothing but that. Baylor was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Midway through the first quarter, I've trick seen play, worse than that, trick man. Play. That's not that bad. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Have, I probably wouldn't have dialed it up at that time. And then uh, the fair. eagle, the, the announcer, I. Th- he was behind the line of scrimmage too. Yeah, by that was unbelievable. Yards. They went into a commentary. They were like, "I couldn't I believe it." It is. I'm replay like, it. Replay eight it. Yards behind Let's the see. line of yeah. scrimmage. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, you know what? Let me get a better look at this here. No, oh, I hated that. I hated that. I this game, Baylor. This, that is good. an absolute like punch in the gut game. Like, yeah, this is like a rage quit sports game. If we didn't have to be at every home game, I might not even. Uh, this is like a take your lumps. It's a take your lumps, and then you're like, well, now what do I do with them? And it's one of those ones I'm doing the in-game updates for Inside the Bears that I might, if I was just a fan, honestly, full disclosure, I probably would have turned it off for a couple minutes just to like kind of catch my breath, get my composure, because I would have been throwing stuff. Yeah, That was unbelievable. Oh, but I had I'm- guess. At the house. You did. I was one of them. I'm Drake Toll. That's Cameron Stewart. We both work for Inside the Bears. We're both sad, by the way. Happy Friday. Sad. Enjoy the fact Vegas that it's Friday. Today. China Spring Cougars, La Vega Pirates. If China Spring loses, that's it. That's, that is that's it. a bad weekend because Liverpool's going to lose. Um, this has been. Thanks for making Locked on Bailey your first listen every day. Subscribe and all that, John. Locked on Baylor.